0: You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Power of Us. This is Abel.
1: And this is his wife of nine years, Rosie. Yes,
0: it's our anniversary. It's our anniversary. Yes, July 4th, uh 2011. Yes, good 2011. job. Was that was, math or was that <laughs> yeah, memory? I was about to say <laughs> 2009. I don't know why.
1: I forget all the time too. Yes, but yes. yes, it was 2011, July 4th. Um, Super beautiful easy. wedding. Yeah.
0: Super easy for me to remember. I
1: gave that to you. What? Yes, thank you. I don't ever want to. Oh, you gave argument. that to me? Yeah.
0: Oh, really? I didn't give that to you. It's an easy
1: date. No, I'm saying I gave... You didn't choose our wedding date. I did.
0: Oh, okay. Probably. All right. uh Yeah.
1: You asked me to marry you in March and then I wanted a short engagement. I've heard that it's good advice to have long, long relationship, short engagement. Mm -hmm. Um, So three months and planned everything. I already kind of knew what I wanted and I Mm -hmm. wasn't super picky. Um, But yeah, uh, Marina Del Rey, Marriott. Yeah. Yep. It was beautiful. Yeah, fireworks,
0: nice. ocean, everything was it was gorgeous. On the we, rooftop. We, we we've gone through a lot in in these Dude. 9 years. Do you feel like we've been married for 9 years?
1: No. I don't feel like we've married, been married for 9 years.
0: Like you feel like it's less? You feel like it's more? What do you feel?
1: I feel like it's less, you but like it's, it's very less. intense. Yeah. It's like a freaking hit like, class. It's like yeah, the worst boot that's camp. That's a good
0: way to put it. Yeah.
1: It's a huge. It's a hit class. Yeah,
0: like we weren't. We're not. I guess we weren't put through like a marathon. We were put through like a relay race or something. I and it
1: know. should be a marathon, I think.
0: Yeah. With yeah. People. We, yeah. We went through the ringer quite a few times. Um, like a lot, you know.
1: Sometimes, sometimes so, we put ourselves through the ringer, yeah. and other times life was just really hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so that's that's what this whole podcast is today. We're gonna just look back on our life and just give you guys a little bit more of an insight of like what like what have we gone through, what the goods, the ups and the downs, and stuff like that, and the moments that we've shared in life. Um, one of, the, one of the beginning moments that, that we went through was that you went through this depression.
1: Dude, do you remember? First, when yeah. we first
0: got married. That and, and so you guys got to keep in mind. So we, we just got married and there's a 10 year age difference. So I'm 20, 21 and Rosie's going through this depression. She's like my first real relationship in life. Because I mean, I never really had like a true relationship where there was love and there was like deeper stuff. Oh, you weren't like in love school. with that girl from middle school? No. That wasn't love? No, that was not love. <laughs> was not love.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: and and so like, I'm just trying to think like, what the hell am I going to do? How do I help her? And, and I, I just, I couldn't do anything.
1: It was, like a, It was because it was there's different forms of depression. There's like hereditary or like mm-hmm. um, ones that are... Situational. Uh, yeah. So mine was a situational depression. It was something that I was going through with my family and you couldn't do anything. There was yeah. nothing you could do. You couldn't like... Fix the issue for me, and you right. couldn't talk to my sister or my niece, and you kind of just had to be there for me. Mm-hmm. I loved it though. That's one of the moments that, when I'm like doing my book club or talking, doing mm-hmm. my testimony, that I'll remember and like still get a knot in my throat because it was so beautiful. How I I couldn't get through the like I couldn't get myself out of bed. Yeah, and you would tell me like whisper in my in in my ear every morning. You'd leave super early. Was it three in the morning, four in the morning I think back four, then? Four. Um, that it was going to be a good day, that I was going to make it, that I was strong. Yeah. Just like those words of encouragement mm-hmm. really made a difference. Because when I'd open my eyes, like at eight or seven or yeah. whatever it was, I'd have to like I would really need to remember specifically your wow. words, and I'd be like, "Okay, I can. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can. Mm. No matter what this day brings, I can face it." So that, that was, was after, a beautiful memory.
0: Yeah, that was after the we. It was night. hard on
1: the marriage. Yeah, it was literally like three months into the marriage yeah, was, that I got. It depressed. was pretty
0: quick. Um, you know what? You know what I was thinking. It's like we fought a lot, and I don't know about you, but we fought a lot during our courtship, during our boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. Yeah. We fought a lot for this, and I didn't even really understand. What we were getting into,
1: yeah. Like, and Pastor Pete tried to warn us. Yeah,
0: I didn't understand like what, how, like how hard marriage was going to be. Like, I I didn't even fathom like this is what we could possibly go through after we get married. It wasn't just going to be coasting. See, to me,
1: it was like just avoid the cheating, and everything else will be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, don't cheat. Yes, talk, and then everything else will be Mm -hmm. fine. I didn't know. The battles that would come with like yeah. sex, I thought that was cake. I was yeah. like, okay, you waited your whole life to have sex, and sex, blessed by God, it's supposed to be great. I yeah. had no idea of the differences, or yeah. I mean, you'd think, oh, maybe we might go through economic issues together, but we'll ride it out, yeah. you know, ride or die, and then. But there was some just surprises. There have been little. The little foxes have Mm. really surprised me Wow! because we haven't been through like cheating, thank God. And we've had our issues of like white lies or just stuff that we disagree on Mm because I'm a stickler for like 100% absolute truth. I'm a vegan when it comes to truth. And like, you know, able... You what? put in a little pork once in a while, like
0: <laughs> tripping. <laughs> I, I tell the truth. Now you do. Yes.
1: The first couple years you didn't, bro, and it you know, would no, really years, get me so mad. So here,
0: so I had an issue with leaving out details. I wouldn't no, lie. No, bro,
1: no. You're that guy that does shortcuts, that plays words with playful banter, that would buy something at Home Depot, use it, and return it. Oh, like, that geez. to me is lying and stealing. And so yeah. little things like that. Like, if we were playing a board game, you would kind of bend the rules as far as you can. Like, you're that Christian that will get as close to sin as he can without mm-hmm. technically sinning. Mm. So, yes. but and And for me, for a girl that's been sexually abused, when you lie to me, you lose all my trust. Because yeah. I was tricked. I was yeah. tricked. So I really felt... A lot of the time, like you were trying to trick me, like nothing. I wouldn't believe anything you said, even the good stuff, which is bad. Like, make me chocolate covered strawberries. I'm like, what you want?
0: Like, mm. it's
1: not. You can't just be nice. You so were... you're
0: telling me I lost your trust that one time I cheated on checkers.
1: You cheated no, on I'm checkers? I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just like, kidding, is I'm that kidding, even that. possible?
0: No, um, but yeah, I mean, yes, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that's so. For a that. few
1: years, I mean, literally, he would, he would, and we're not talking like. There was one or two huge lies. But, I mean, those couple years of just not being transparent, I think that's more Mm -hmm. it than anything. Not being transparent to a woman that's very transparent made me not trust you. I mean, you were bankrupt in the truth area for a very long time, till about eight, nine months ago, where I'm like, okay, I'm going to believe him. Uh Uh-huh. And then it's still scary. And then I'm like, okay, well, if he lies to me, Jesus will tell me. <laughs> and then and now it's like, okay, I believe him. Mm. But it's it's been very recent because yes. you've been super consistent in the truth. It's mm-hmm. not that you've always lied, it's mm. that you weren't consistent in the truth. So now that I see you've been consistent for months, almost a year, I'm like, okay. Actually you've probably been consistent longer
0: yeah it's been longer I, I don't <laughs> want to cut you off but it's been longer it's just been a very long waiting process It's kind of like when you're waiting to get your citizenship yeah that kind of yep. waiting yeah uh, like you filled yep. out all the paperwork and you're just like waiting mm-hmm. and you're still checking how in how many and times doing everything did you right. like
1: lie on your documents before? You know, see, you accidentally lied about your last name, or no, I didn't lie
0: about. I probably just lied about like my height, made myself a little taller, made myself a little lighter, just just simple stuff, (laughs) stuff that everybody does. Uh, So I mean, yeah, so we've gone through, we've gone through some downs, and then we've also had some
1: amazing times.
0: Amazing times. Um, Gosh, like one of the times that, that I think we first really bonded was when Sammy was born. And, yes, and it's not for even sure. about Sammy. It was like the, one of the first times where it was I like... I
1: hated you during that pregnancy.
0: Yeah. But it wasn't. it wasn't just that. And we'll get to that in a minute. Like it wasn't just me.
1: I think babies do that. Like Jackson and I were talking about it yesterday. Like I didn't hate you with Eli... I thought, like, okay, I want him. I want to be around him. Mm -hmm. Um, But with Sammy, it was just like, I didn't like you. And and I've heard other moms say that, too.
0: I don't remember that, but okay.
1: Yeah, but I wasn't going to tell you. But, like, I've heard moms that, like, can't stand the smell of their spouse. I've heard moms that can't stand listening to him. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just... And and I don't know why, because Sammy adores you. Mm -hmm. Um, And as soon as the baby was out of me, I think it was either like hormonal or something. And then plus the fact that you delivered the baby, I was just like, whoa, I need him in my life. Mm -hmm. Like it just, as soon as the baby was out of me, I'm like, I love him again. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Wow! It happens.
0: But I mean, so that was the first time that Rosie and I were truly alone, where nobody else could help us in the world except for us at that time. And I think that was the first moment where it was just like...
1: I really thought I could depend on you. It
0: was just us.
1: Because before that, I mean, I got married to you at thirty, and yeah. then I'm like, I don't need anybody when you when you're single for so long. And it's not I'm not being like rude. Like I don't need nobody. I'm not that type of girl. It's just like, hmm, I could make it on my own if I need to, but yeah. I don't want to make it on my own.
0: Yeah.
1: So and especially being so dependent on my family. Remember all the fights we used to have. Mm-hmm. Like I I've known my family longer, and yeah. you'll leave me. They won't. And then in moments like that, I realized, wow, I depend on him. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't, I'm sure I could have had Sammy without you, but it would have been horrific or she could have died or I would Mm -hmm. have been terrified. So just that moment, I was like, he's dependable. Yeah. And I want to depend on him because before it's like he's dependable, but I don't want to. I'm scared to depend on him. Yeah. So that that was really that was a gorgeous moment for me.
0: Yeah. So we were driving down. Um, she had her her water broke. I'm um, eating lunch like at some cafe. She calls me. She says it it's, seems like it's coming. I get back and she's over there showering. Ha-
1: I had no contractions. That was fine.
0: And then she gets in the shower, and then it starts just getting bad. Oh, hell bad. breaks loose! Yeah. And she gets out of the shower, doesn't even finish. And went from
1: like zero to seven hair. immediately. Yeah,
0: and so she just starts walking to the car, and we get in this little Prius, and we drive down. Uh, I forgot what street Havenhurst. Havenhurst or something like that, and we're in Encino, Sammy California. Sammy was
1: born on Havenhurst and Spirit Street. a yeah. Spirit Street. Espiritu. Espiritu, but it's not the
0: lane. Speedy lane.
1: Yeah, so it's Havenhurst, which is like to me sounds like heaven, and then a speedy and it right there, right before it hit two p.m. Yeah, and there she was born in the car, and thank God you delivered her. But yeah. that's a moment I'll hold on forever. Mm-hmm. I love, I've loved traveling with you.
0: Yeah, what's your favorite? Which one is the favorite uh, destination? Florence. 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 What do we do there? That's David, right?
1: Yes. The statue, statue of David. Da- I love yeah. you. Yes. The statue of David. I'm a big like art, art history lover. I don't mm-hmm. know a lot, but I love the Renaissance. So we went to Rome mm-hmm. and Venice mm-hmm. and Florence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Florence was gorgeous to me. Venice, I love. Venice, I'll always love it. I'll always hold my heart. Yeah. Best lasagna, best lobster lasagna you'll yeah, ever have. Yes, yeah, so delicious.
0: That's the one with all the little canoes and the guys singing yes. and stuff like that.
1: Yes, the gondola right. rides. But in Ve- in Florence, um, we had that instant pasta. Like they make it right there in no, a box. That, that, that was, was in Florence? Venice. No,
0: because it was little small streets.
1: That was Florence. That was
0: Florence. No, it was Venice. Because it was a little small streets and we were going through back alleys and stuff. Yeah, it was Florence. It was Florence? I mean, Florence? that was Venice, Venice. Yeah, Florence, Florence. like, there was nothing. Rome was awesome. But Florence, we, I think we literally just went.
1: We went. The, the Okay, so I remember Florence because we were having, out, out from the museum, yeah. there was this little street.
0: Ah, cafe. you're
1: right.
0: You're right. But that wasn't the peaks in the box. I mean, that wasn't the pasta in the box. But yes, you're right. I remember now. That
1: moment yeah. was like to me was gorgeous. I don't know if yeah. to you was gorgeous cuz you hated your life back then and I didn't necessarily hate it. Yeah. Um so yeah, that moment I was like, "Oh my god, like I've always wanted to be here mm. sitting outside a cafe like having a romantic or a just Coffee and I had that with you. Yeah, but wow, that's I'll always remember that. That's it was awesome. just it was like a dream come true, and I was so glad to be able to do it with you. That's um awesome. Seeing the Colosseum in Rome, jogging mm-hmm. from from St. Peter's Cathedral yeah, cool. to the Colosseum, yeah. Um, and then looking at the statue of David, like I'll yeah. just,
0: it was in awe. I was in an awe, and I'm not like so too much into that. I've only been, mm-hmm. in, I've been in awe twice like because of you doing your kind of stuff that you like to do, which mm-hmm. one of them was David, like how big the statue gorgeous, was. Gorgeous, huh? was incredible to me. And then when you wanted to go to the Grand Canyon, so I just kind of did it fine, let's go.
1: Yeah, we were recently yeah. married. It was then, like our first, probably first. Yeah. Uh, I love to travel. And I, I'm glad you like it too. Yeah,
0: so we drove and it was absolutely gorgeous. And that, that that's really cool. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We know we travel a lot for work. She's really cool. And a lot of those years, I didn't enjoy it because my mind wasn't right. Yeah. But but now, like, I, read, I, read, I read, remember the time we I were, were so mad on the
1: airplane it. that I moved away and I sat oh, somewhere else yeah, from I you. I
0: started crying on some sorry movie. I don't know what family yeah. woman empowering movie you were watching.
1: <laughs> I always cry on airplanes with a yeah. good movie. It's just missing my kids and traveling. I don't know. The yeah. high altitude does something to me. But uh, so, yeah, those that to me was good. What is a great memory for you
0: mm. Jeez ah it happened like two two years ago maybe a year and a half ago two years ago uh, I was on my birthday and I was talking to you about like man I really want to do this I really want to stop doing these covers, which thank God, they, they've been great, you know. And I, I just I translate songs and we release them and the church just picks them up for whatever reason. They thank like God, the, yeah. these translations or these versions. And I wanted to just do my own thing. And then I found yeah. this amazing producer
1: Oh yeah. and
0: then he told me his price and I was like, damn, I don't feel like I'm worth that. Mm. And, and then it's my birthday and you surprised me with AirPods at the end of the night and I was like, yay. <laughs> you know, I was like... It was birthday or Christmas. I don't know. It was one of those. two. One of those two, because yeah. your
1: birthday's November and I think then Christmas. My I think it was my birthday. was my birthday. One of the two, but AirPods were tough to get. No, that yeah, year. yeah. no, November? I agree. Yeah, I you was, to, I like, was like super
0: happy, I and went I went to
1: La Brea to find them, and
0: I was like, I was like, yes, I got them, you know, and I thought this was like the end of my birthday. And then you gave me this card, and inside the card was like, "I'm a
1: big card person. Yeah, you I give love me, cards. you
0: gave me the most beautiful words of like how much you believe in me.
1: Yeah.
0: And then the check, and it was a check for what we needed to make that song. And it was
1: technically our money. It's our money. It was just hard when you married. Just, I'm the type
0: of man. I'm the type of man that I'm like. Like and a, and a lot of and a lot of uh, parents probably feel the same way. And I grew up like this because my mom was like this. Um, she would spend all the money on her kids and her family, yeah. and then she wouldn't. She'd leave the, the last for her, and it's usually never enough to do anything. Yeah. Yet, you know, and that's just the type of mentality I am. Like, like Rosie comes up to me and says, "I want to do this." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, it's cool. Let's yeah. do it. Um, you're worth it." You know, but then sometimes it's just so hard to to feel that you're worth it. You know, yeah, and or like or like it's only you worth won't, it. You
1: won't invest in yourself. Yeah, like you rarely go shopping anymore. Before we were married, I loved it that you're oh man, he has such fashion senses and he's always shopping. And remember, you'd send me pictures. Yeah, you don't do that anymore, and I'm like, why don't you go shopping anymore, babe? And I've known that it's because you have a really hard time knowing that you are worth the investment. Yeah, even if you believe in self, because you know you're good and God, this is God's plan. It's just.
0: And so that, that moment right there was just that was just one of the most beautiful moments that I've ever seen. Like somebody like give cause it to me, it felt like it felt like um, you know, just like to know that you you would say you would like feel that way yes, towards me, you for know. Sure. And especially when I was just like, dang, I can't do it. I can't do it. Because at that time, royalties were like barely making it for yeah. for us. And and then just that was just such a huge blessing and so it was it was
1: truly an investment in the kingdom and in your ministry, but it wasn't one of those investments in faith. Yeah, that like now thank God paying that isn't as tough, right? It's like okay we can do it, but like back then it was like. Yeah, I don't want to call it a sacrifice. It's a, it's one of those investments where you're like, going all the way. Let's do yeah. this, you know. Yeah. But I was excited about it, and he's, you're totally worth it. He's totally worth it. The song is gorgeous, yeah. and that's why you love that song, huh? Yeah. That's why it's is that one of the reasons why it's hard for you that you love the song so much?
0: It, it's hard for a lot of it's hard for a lot of reasons because that song, which hasn't come out yet, uh, it will it will soon if
1: you've heard our lives, you've heard pieces yeah, of it.
0: Yeah, which is uh, Recibo, Recibo Mi Milagro, Recibo yeah. Sanidad. And uh it's just it's a good song. And it's one of those songs where like have you ever heard a good song and you're like, well, dang, why didn't this song make it sound yeah. so good? and i'm just i get so worried about that kind of stuff happening
1: but every time cuz you've sang it once i think at a woman's conference mm-hmm. and i was shocked you just did the the coro, the the hook whatever you call it and and people loved it you yeah. just you feel like you automatically like oh i've heard it or yeah. i know it but i don't know where i know it from
0: yeah so it's just one of those great songs to chant to so i mean those are just a few of the things that we've gone through babe we've gone through ups and downs and uh after Everything. the break, um, we're just let's gonna... say,
1: like, I want to talk about what we've learned and mm, had to unlearn. So good. Unlearning and learning in these nine years.
0: Yep, right after the break. Hey guys, this is Abel. And if you're looking for music that's good for your whole family,
1: and it's really uplifting.
0: Something that will touch your heart and soul? Mm. Feel free to check out my YouTube page, Abel's Worship. Thank you so much. Remember to subscribe. All right, guys, welcome back from the break. We are talking about our entire life, these nine years of being married, about 12 years of dating, just everything that we've gone through. We've gone yeah. through ups and downs, and it's it's crazy. I've known you for about maybe 15, probably. We've known know. of each other. Yeah. We've known of each other. We've known you were each other like yeah. 12, 11, 12 years.
1: You were there when I received Christ, but mm-hmm. we didn't really pay attention no, to each other. not for like
0: two years. You were just the speak. singing guy. Yeah, and you were just some... Sister, girl,
1: sister, girl. Not the preacher, girl.
0: (laughs) Not yet. You (laughs) didn't start preaching until like two years.
1: Yeah, but all right. um, Let's see. What have in these nine years of marriage? What have I? I've uh, unlearned.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I unlearned putting my family before you.
0: Oh, so good.
1: I think that was the hardest. The 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 verse that comes to mind is. Uh, and you shall marry or you shall join together and become one flesh. Uh, leave your mother and father and cleave to your spouse or husband. So that's a Bible verse. I've paraphrased it very much, but that's what it is. It's leaving your family and cleaving to your husband. Mm. Leaving my family is one of the biggest things I've had to like learn. Wow. Um, and cleaving to you. También, because it's, it's scary. Like when you've, when, I don't know, coming through so many relationships where you've been through the breakups or you've been through the cheating where you've been, you know, when you've learned to detach, I am a, I used to be a professional at detaching and I've had to unlearn to detach, like literally unlearn it because that was a defense mechanism that I used as a single person that I no longer need as a married person. Wow. So now learning to attach to you, has been amazing, mm-hmm. and someone told me one day that it takes about ten years to become one. I think we learned it at one of those conferences, really? which I used to love. Those conferences, yeah. we used to travel to I Washington. I think it
0: called, but yeah. <sighs> yeah, new
1: life. I don't know. No. We still get the emails, but they were amazing. Yeah. Um, but we went to Washington D.C. and rode the bikes. That's yeah. a, that's a memory in my heart. That's a good one. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they told us that it takes about 10 years to become one wow. because oneness in marriage is like the goal. Yeah, And I feel it. I can literally say that nine years in after mm. leaving my family, and I haven't abandoned them, and obviously I'm still with them, and you guys see it, but it's the leaving is putting your nuclear family, which is your spouse and kids first. That was the hardest lesson for me to learn, but it's been the greatest. Um, wow. It's been w- the greatest moments that I have are with you guys, and they mm. can be the most simple things: dinner, playing a game, um, taking our walks, like just moments that I've had during quarantine that have been gorgeous. Wow! But now, year nine, mm. I I was talking to pass to Christina the other day from Oasis and thinking like, I'm enjoying him the most ever. Wow! I'm I'm a i i am ai have finally understood so many things and I'm enjoying you so so much right now.
0: Geez, I've in this time and I think it's 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 harder for guys, but I've really learned love. Mm. Uh how to love yeah uh, another person through you.
1: Gotcha. Like um that's common though. Yeah. So common because it's in the Bible. Uh, Like when God describes a marriage He'll tell the wife, the the wife, respect your husband, and that's because we don't know respect as well. Wow. Like we really don't. We we that. know it, we know it, but we lose it very quickly. Wow. And, and then, then he, tells he tells the husbands me, mm-hmm. to love your wives, just because like that's Christ. something you guys have to learn.
0: Wow, it's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that that was one of the greatest things. I mean, I've really, I think I've really flourished as a as a man because. Uh, you inspire me and like and I've said this and, and like it doesn't matter what state we're in like I, you really are my muse like you you truly inspire me to be better like um like one day like I remember in the beginning of our relationship I was like geez she's just always on me she's always on me <laughs> or 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 like dang it's it's always this it's always that um
1: I'm always
0: I, so my yeah. and then one day just my mentality clicked I'm like uh of like, all right, I'm I'm awake, I'm gonna wake up today and because I used to, I used to have this mentality like a lot of guys, you know, they just want to be lazy, mm-hmm. and like not work on things in their life, not fix things within mm-hmm. them, just kind of like move around them and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and avoid them or not do them, and then one day I just clicked. I'm like, dude, like this is, this is it. So I'm, every day I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna try to be a better person in some way, shape, or form, and and that just came through you. Just when from do you watching think that happen I don't know. I think we were in the, the, the Downey house, I think. Downey? I think so. Mm-hmm. And it just one day it clicked. And I'm like, Abel, this is life. Every day I wake up and try to be a better person in some I, way, shape, or form. That's just the
1: way my dad formed us. Yeah. Like that's just it. There and was it,
0: and it, and, no and, option. And with me, because my my thing wasn't necessarily physical work. It was more like emotional work because my family never spoke too much. Mm. So it's always like some, something of me of character that I had yeah. to try to build. Yeah. That I had to try to hold myself to a higher standard. And that just came because of, because of you, you know? You know, yeah. Oh, well, my
1: dad started building my character at 4 or 5. Mm. Like, you know. Um I love that though. I I didn't mean to, and that's the thing. It's like when you get married, all those unrealistic expectations or uncommunicated things that you don't even know you have to communicate I didn't know I was wired like that like when that's all you know because it's my dad that's like that my mom's like that all my brothers are like that that's just that's that I thought that was normal like being a I didn't even know what a workaholic was till I realized what normal people or normal work hours are Mm. so what I'm just happy that you've taught me to relax and kick back. Like an issue with my family is like, we can't take vacations. Dad used to work during vacations. We can't relax. And now I'm like, "Ah, I can't wait for like being laying in bed with Abel all day. Like Mm. those, you know, and you've taught me that one before. I just couldn't. That was, I couldn't. I'd be too hard on myself. So we've balanced each other out greatly in that. Yeah. Because you've taught me to like relax. Yeah. Like really, really chill out. But. Mm-hmm.
0: Of these nine years of marriage, what's your what's your biggest takeaway? What do you think? This so, is a hard oh my one. God, it's a hard one, right?
1: biggest takeaway. Yeah. So many things.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I have mine,
1: and, you and have this yours? is because
0: okay. I'm a guy, and I've learned in that, in I've learned like. Being humble is not losing, wow. at all, you know. And, and it's mainly—it's really two things. And communication is not—you have to not see communication as a as a burden. In, in our relationship because wives want us to communicate. They want to know everything. And I used to be like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Everything you got to know. And I'd even be stupid and then I'd say things like, all right, I'm going to tell you when I go take a crap and then when I wash my hands and then I do this to that. And, and it's being dumb and, and just being rude, but it's like no communication means everything to you not because you need to know, but because you you care to have that type of relationship when guys don't, you know yeah and then and then the being humble part, it's like being humble gets you closer to the place where you want to be and being prideful only draws you further away. So there's no point in wasting and being prideful. If she tells you, now speaking to you, listeners, if your wife tells you one day, like, I wish you would do a devotional with us as a family, and then you're all prideful and you're not going to do it that day uh, because you're like, hell no, I'm not going to do it today because you just told me this, I'll do it next week when I feel like, you know, mm. that kind of thing. And it's like, sometimes you just got to just understand, like you screw up. And if, if you're not doing certain things, then do them. And then, and then when you do them, just try to have just an honest... Sorry, an honest way, an honest way of, of just saying these things of like being, hey, you know what? I screwed up, but I wanna make this happen. So just just being humble is not losing. And and if you if you can look at it like that, That's that being great. humble is drawing you closer to where you wanna be in life, then I think that you'll be able to see things so much clearer and 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 be able to resolve things a lot differently.
1: So I think mine is very similar to yours. That's mm. crazy. I have two, and one is super deep, and the other one is uh, it's it's powerful but not as deep. So um, I think the one that relates to yours is the deep one, and it's uh, being meek. Oh, being meek means that you have power. But you choose not to use it for that's the benefit so of someone else. So it's it's so good. Is that the actual
0: definition? Or is that like that's the
1: actual definition. Really? Meek is when wow. you have power but you don't use it for the benefit of someone else. So wow. the most the most you've seen is Jesus Christ on the cross. Wow. The cross. Because he could have taken himself down, yeah, but he withheld his power it's for our benefit. Wow. So as a woman we, I've come to understand the power that we have. Mm-hmm. That we, we don't. One, we don't know we have. So when you don't know you have the power, you can easily abuse it without meaning to. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that we, we hold the atmosphere of the house. We don't, we don't know that until mm-hmm. we realize it one day. Like why is everyone in a bad mood and they tell you, well, because you're in a bad mood. Wow. Or when you're like, why isn't anyone else happy? Make me happy, and they're like, we can't. And I learned that along the way. And I thought, whoa, that's a lot of power. Because Mm -hmm. if I wake up in a bad mood, I have a six year old, I have a 17 year old. My husband is counting on me to say good morning. Like, so that power, and not only that, but our influence over our household that you have, that's power that sometimes we don't even want, babe, where we're like, that's too much of a responsibility. But once you know and you appreciate that power and then you hold it back, Mm -hmm. like, if I have the power, to influence you, but I hold back to Mm -hmm. allow you to be and to allow you to grow and to allow you to make mistakes um, and give you grace so that you can become a better leader. When um, I know that we can eat Italian food every single day if I want, but I'm like, no, I'm just whatever. I want you to be happy. We'll have the steak. Um, Those are little things, but huge things like I could, if I misuse my power, have the power to manipulate you. And I choose not to because I want you to be free and I want you to love your life. And I don't want you to feel restrained or oppressed. So women, um, when the Bible says in in Peter, like be of a meek mind. And quiet spirit, it's not telling you to be weak. Meek does not equal weak. It's wow. the opposite. Wow. But you do it for the benefit not only of your husband, but of yourself and your kids, believe me. Mm-hmm. Like when your kids see that, um, you're raising girls. And we we have a lot of power too. And they learn not to be manipulative. You're doing a great, great yeah. service to her husband, to her, to society. So that that's one of them. And the second one that I've taken away is you've really taught me to like my body yeah, and I didn't, I, I can cry. I've hated my body since I was a kid. I remember being seven, hating my body. Yeah. Um, I was too chubby. I was too white and my eyes are too big and my forehead's too big and I've tried to change my body as much as I can in different ways and now it's it's like, hey, I'm genuinely comfortable in my own skin and it has to do with my age. My 30s were great. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, but also because you love everything about me that I used to hate. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. And I'm like, I've honestly talked to God and said, Hey, did you make me for him? Like, um, so I've, I've genuinely said, Hey, like he likes it. Mm -hmm. and that's okay so when people like talk trash on the internet or stuff it really it's just like you know what my husband likes it he genuinely loves it so i'd rather have you love it Mm -hmm. than have 1.3 million followers think like whatever so that i'm but i'm really grateful for that it seems really shallow but it's not it's a genuine like thank god that Everything that I don't yeah. like about me, you do. Wow. And you enjoying it makes me say, hey, it's not that bad.
0: So good. There's yep. there's one thing that I can say with certainty, and that is that the best years are still ahead. Yeah. And I can say that, like so certain is that, For that sure. is that I I have grown so much and that I can't wait to continue giving myself to you and to my family. And then just just become deeper and have a deeper and more more fruitful and just stronger relationship. Yeah. And, and I can say that with certainty is that the best years haven't passed us.
1: Seriously, um, no, we have. It's, great it's only ones getting better. Coming. Thank God.
0: And so I'm just I'm I'm really happy. Um, we broke are, the cycle. Yes, where we are spiritually.
1: We broke so many cycles, and that's one thing that I wanted to bring up to our listeners. We're on our nine-year marriage, but there are little cycles that you may be going through your marriage. Every month, you guys have a fight, and then every year, there's a big blow up or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like look at those cycles, literally look at the month. It might not be Mm -hmm. to the date, but it'll be to the month. And one cycle that you and I had was right before my birthday Mm -hmm. this week, even when Che was alive, it was like, we're going to fight, we're going to break up and it's going to be like a weird, awkward birthday. And that, I don't know where that cycle started from. It probably came even before you. Um, so now this year, We've just communicated so much more. Like you brought up, like, hey, this is the hard week, huh? Mm-hmm. Like we not because of us, but like he realized now that Che's gone, it has to do with Che. Like she's gone and I'm sad this week. And so he's just been, you've just been extra gentle and you've been extra caring. And I and maybe because you brought it up, I can appreciate that you're being extra caring and gentle. I could see it. Yeah. So maybe I'm just more um observant of it and Mm -hmm. just appreciating it like hey he's being gentle because he knows this is a tough week so anyway but that cycle was there for almost out of the nine years maybe like five no seven yeah where we've had a fight right before our anniversary or a birthday Mm -hmm. and this year i'm like we're not we're not doing that we're not having it it's actually been a really good lead up to my birthday and on our anniversary
0: yes yes Yes.
1: So break those cycles. But what you have to do to break those cycles is be aware of them and then be responsible for your part. So That's good. it. And then that cycle breaks and then next year for our 10th anniversary when we're renewing our vows somewhere, um we'll we'll be able to say like, "Hey, but it was the this this year that it was broken, thank God." Amen. Amen. Happy anniversary, husband.
0: Happy anniversary. What,
1: what's the ninth year? Is it like flowers or paper? No what is it? No Silver. Clue.
0: No clue. Whatsoever. A golf club. Yes, Wouldn't probably. That be cool? Golf club and a Chanel. What do you bag. want
1: for your anniversary?
0: I I don't I don't know. I'm not expecting anything.
1: This I, guy. I'd love to be away. Do from not me. say socks or underwear or because that's what you always say. I, like, I seriously how am I going to get you? That's what I tell your mom. When she asks me, what does my son want? Get him socks and underwear. Mom, she thinks I'm crazy. I'm like, I promise you, he'll be super happy. But I'm not getting that for you.
0: Alright, so I'll, I'll think about it. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. This is a Power of Us. Catch us next week and uh, we're just going to keep growing. We're yes. doing this together. We're doing life together and I just got to really say as, as a disclaimer, if you're hearing this and your relationship is not in a good place and you're like, dang, I wish I had this, I wish I had that, this and that, I want you to know that Rosie and I go through ups and downs yes. just like the way you do yep. and, and, and though it may be bleak and maybe uh, dark right now, yes. know that God can do Every, everything and have everything in his control as long as you allow him and that your spouse can allow him. And if they're not allowing him, then just keep praying for them yes. and keep trying to work through it. Just know that God has God has already made the way.
1: It's Amen. just about
0: trusting the process and going through it and, and, and working it all out. Yes, We love you guys and we'll see you guys next week.
1: Love you.